0: 1-A-1. It's on the shirt, man. It's 181. 181. I'm slacking, bro. It's been a long day for me, man. You know? I feel you. I feel you. you, know, I, feel all you. I, I, know, I know the hot squad. You know I feel what I'm you. Saying? I drove.
1: I drove 11 hours to be here. I'm still up. Facts. Bro. See, look, I mean? he
0: like, don't make no excuses. Like Cut it out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Are right, you ready to rock, bro? Yeah, cameras rolling, audio sounds good. We good? How am I am, is good. the length good? We yeah. yeah. straight? All right. All right. All right. Let's go. That's all right. Town. Shot Town gave me the stamp. Let's get it. Turn my mic up. Where you? Take there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, on the road to the riches. Life takes a toll like bridges. Good friends become foes snitches. Better watch your nose in your business. Hustle fam, hustle fam. I almost fell off the chair, but we are in the building. What's good, y'all? Listen, we have another amazing episode for y'all. I got my brother Hot Shot. Benny in the
1: building. Benny, what's good, my brother? Man, nothing much, man. Um, Appreciate you for having me on the show. Going to start off with that. Uh, But uh, it's it's really uh, amazing to be on the show. Let me say that. Mm. Seeing the content that you're pushing out, what you're doing for the community. Appreciate you for even bringing me on.
0: Thank you so much, bro, and I appreciate you for being here, man. I know you came a long way. You actually, like, fresh off the road. Oh, yeah, fresh. Fresh out the truck, you know, right into the studio. So I appreciate that, my brother. Yeah, no problem. All right, well, listen, man, we're going to get into it. Everybody wants to learn about Hot Shots, and I think there's nobody better... But you, to talk about this game, man, um, you know, you're second generation. Mm-hmm. You know, you come from a lineage of, 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 of this game right here. So I think um, you're definitely the man I want to talk to, man. So we're okay. about to get into it. Okay. So let's, let, let, let's kind of start from the beginning. First of all, let's, let's talk about your company. Just just kind of put things in context. 1A1 Transport. Yes, sir. Right? Tell us about your company
1: a little bit, bro. All right. So 1A1 um, one one Transport started off with my pops. Um, pops. You know, he did it about about a year and a half. Uh, i quit my job and basically just just took a risk and hopped on board with him okay and uh ever since then we've been rocking uh we did one truck then we ventured off into the second truck then we got a third truck and still growing to this day
0: okay dope 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 all right cool so start off with pops now you said you quit your job you were working what were you doing before this
1: um i was a order selector so what's that if you don't know what that is order selector is basically you know them pallets if you ever go into a walmart at like three o'clock in the morning if yeah. you pay attention to the back, all them 12 pack Cokes, the uh 24 pack Gatorades and stuff, or Powerades that come in, I'm packing those. I'm okay. Putting those on the pallet to bring in to Walmart. Okay, okay. Yeah. Got you. All right, so let's kind of start with your upbringing a little bit. Where are you from? Um, I'm from Atlanta, from Clayton County. Okay. Ball- People don't consider that to be Atlanta, but you know why not? Is it like suburbs? Uhskirts? N- no, it ain't the suburbs. <laughs> <laughs> it is suburbs, but uh it's it's about fifteen minutes away from the airport, but they like we like to claim that we're from Atlanta. Okay. But people like to say no you're not from there. So okay. but, um it's got Clayton you. County. That's where I'm from, Clayton County. Okay,
0: got you. So you went to school born and raised Clayton
1: County? Um no I was born in uh what was I born? Decatur. Decatur born Decatur. All right. I was raised a little bit in North Carolina. Okay. Um and then we came back over here to Atlanta and been in Clayton County the rest of my life.
0: Okay, got you. So high school? Did you go to college? Anything like that? No, I didn't
1: go to college. I went okay. to high school at Mileson High School. All right. Um, did all four years there, and after that, I went straight to work. Straight went to workforce.
0: Okay, cool. So your pops was in transportation. So obviously, I'm sure that impacted you. Was it was trucking something you always wanted to get into?
1: Nah. So actually, pops was he was um working for a different company himself. Okay. He was a, a what was he? He's a manager. He was a, a manager making decent money. And he just decided like same thing with me. He was just like, you know what, I don't want to work for nobody no more. Okay. And he just quit at the time I was still working. And he was just like, let me figure this out first before you even come out here. And then we just jumped into it. So
0: now Pops is in the building. Shout out to Pops. He's over there in the cut. Right. We might bring him on a little bit later. But but why, I mean, just from you know, from what you've learned from him, why why truck and why hot shots? Why did you get into this particular niche?
1: Well, one, um, at first he was gonna do a semi truck. He was. He was looking to get us in my truck, but um, I think I think it's almost that fear factor. Um, it's just something that, it's it's a scary feeling to get into. Let's just be real. It's a big old truck. You know the maintenance, the cost, everything like that. So when he found out about Hot Shot, he was actually uh, a car dealer, okay, you know, a private car dealer, okay, and he was paying people to bring the cars to him. Uh, so the hot shots was coming and bringing the cars. You know he's paying them like six five hundred dollars something like that, and he was like. I can get my own truck and trailer and do this myself and bring my own cars over here. Right. And at first he was going to do the cars, but then he realized that, you know, uh, it was something, I think he said something about, uh, just what he felt like it wasn't enough money in it for him. Okay. And he just ventured off and he did freight. Okay.
0: Okay. Got you. So getting the company started and pops is here. We might have to bring you up pops to tell your own story. Buddy. Oh yeah. He's still, he in the cut. but check it out. So, so getting started, um, what year was this that, that, Actually transitioned from car sales to the truck.
1: Um, just about what five years ago. What you got? What was it, pops? 17? 2017? 2017? Okay. All
0: right, all right. So you watched that whole trend, that that whole process. Yeah. So so how is it? What what did you see? What did you witness? You know, just kind of getting started, getting that first truck.
1: Um. So I know that he was in the works of talking about it. He was just you know talking about it, and he wasn't trying to pull the trigger too fast. But I remember one day he just showed up, and he had a Ford and um next thing you know he had a trailer i was still working though i wasn't really under, i didn't even know what he was doing right you know what i mean i just knew that he said he wanted a truck he wanted a trailer he's gonna haul cars and then next thing you know he's hauling freight and one day he calls me. he's like i'm up in the tennessee mountains i'm like for what you know he's got his truck and trailer out there so yeah. i was still working at the time though okay so. and what year is this um 18. This 2018 18, 2018. okay
0: so at what point do you make the decision to go ahead and and, and get out there with him
1: um well, not to get too personal about it, um, I was going through something, okay, and um, I quit my job for those reasons, and I was kind of going through a little bit of a slump. You can say I, I was, I'll be real with it; it was a real depression, okay. And he just basically, I was, he just grabbed me, he just put his hand on my shoulders, and just brought me on board, and was like, hey, "Man, we're gonna do this." And one day, I was just out there. I don't even remember how the first day I went out there. I just knew I was out there.
2: Okay, okay.
0: So, so no experience. You you've never. No you know, driven hot shots before you. Mm-hmm. So
1: were you were you nervous? Like, tell me about the emotions going into it. I'm gonna tell you this. When I first was with him, my very first year, I wasn't doing anything. Okay. I wasn't, I wasn't, I was barely even paying attention. You know, there was a couple of times I realized when I got older and I was driving on my own, I was like, I have, have I been here before? He was like, yeah, you've been here, but you asleep. Like mm. I said, I was in a depression. Mm. So that depression, um, I was just on my phone all the time in the passenger seat for a whole year, but he was still paying me every single week. So I would come out the truck every now and then and, you know, do a couple strap downs, stuff like that. I was paying attention, you know, learning here and there. But like I said, I was in a depression
0: got you so yeah actually you're not driving on your own no yeah, i'm not driving yeah yeah you're team driving basically I'm basically
1: team driving and
0: you're just kind of just observing what's going on yeah just, just trying to learn the business. Like a,
1: it's like a mentorship i was in a mentorship basically
0: okay okay yeah. and and during that time like after you kind of came out of that slump like what would you start to see what you start to learn to where you felt as though you were ready to get into the truck yourself
1: so like i said he was paying me every week okay right and at the time, I'm not paying attention. I'm, I'm coming home, and I'll be real, I'm spending the money, you know? I'm <laughs> just spending the money, hanging out with uh, girls, stuff like that at the time. And one day, I remember we went up to Oregon, and we broke down. I actually broke down and on the trailer. And the dude, you know, they ripped us off. They hit us for like, I think it was like $3,800. And we was in a hotel, and I asked him, I said, you know, are we good? Because that was a big chunk of change, like $3,800. I've never seen that much money in my account before. So he was like, yeah, we good. I just brought up, I think it was like 8000 he brought up there, and he said we dropped off the 8000, now we got another 4000 going back to Texas, and then I already got something scheduled to go back home. Mm. It's like, yeah, we good. We just got to get through this, you know, hump, let them fix up the trailer, we're going to go on about our business. Right. So at some point it really clicked on my that was the point where it was like he's paying me 700 dollars to do nothing. Right. You know, if I go get my CDLs, what he going to pay me? Right. So it just clicked in my head and I just started studying for my CDLs.
0: Okay. So you get your CDL?
1: Yeah, I got my CDL.
0: All right. What happens next?
1: Um, so what happens next is I start driving with him now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just really just learning the ropes, learning how to back, stuff like that. And me being who I am, I think I could do everything. Okay. You know, but I started realizing that this is a lot more to what he's doing than what I thought he was doing. Uh-huh. You know, like I said, that depression, I wasn't doing that. Right. So now I'm finally doing something like, oh, this is some real deal stuff that he's doing. Yeah. And then um, over time, we saved up enough money, got a second truck. Actually, when we got the second truck, we got two trucks at one time, and then we had that one for reserve, just in case. You know, we were trying to prepare if a rainy day happens, the truck break down. But we got the second truck, which is my white truck, Tiffany. Everybody know Tiffany. Okay. Um, and then I went solo after that. Yeah. So
0: so what was the most difficult part of the learning process after you got out of that depression? Like, what, what did you have to learn, um, you know, to kind of go on your own?
1: Um... Really, there wasn't no difficult part. My first night I went out, um, and I made a mistake and said it was Tiffany. It was our the first truck that he had, the 2016 truck we had. What's, what's that truck's name? Uh, Victoria. Victoria and
0: Tiffany? Yeah, okay, Victoria cool.
1: and like Tiffany. So, Good names. Um, he got the new truck, and then he gave me Victoria. Okay. And then I started hauling with Victoria, and my girlfriend actually over there, she came with me on my first trip. Solo, we went to Texas, and I broke down my very first time. <laughs> <Okay>. So <laughs> truck broke down. Um, literally, the dashboard went crazy. Um, and luckily, um, I think I was blessed that night where I was able to park it in a decent spot. And it turned out to be the, I think it was the alternator. Mm-hmm. It turned out to be the alternator. And we was back up and rolling, but it was scary. And because she was with me, first time her being with me, I was scared because, like, I see my dad break down, but I'm with my dad. You know what I mean? So I'm out here by myself. I'm like, I I know what to do. I seen him do it, but it's like, okay, you know, I'm just kind of nervous. I'm going left and right, don't know how to think. And um, finally got it fixed the next day and was back up and rolling. But during that night, you know, we slept in a truck. Uh, It was hot because it's Texas. We were in the South part of Texas. And that was the most scariest part was just getting out there on my own. I mean, I knew how to do everything: strap down, load, deal with the, the um, you know the shippers, the receivers. I knew how to do everything. Right. But it was just scary just going out there your first time. Just that road is just something different.
0: Something Got you. Different. All right. So for people who you know are are new to hot shot trucking in general, can you can you explain what hot shot trucking is and how it's different
1: from the typical or traditional trucking? Okay. Um, well, high shot trucking is basically the semi version of a semi truck. You know, it's a pickup truck with a 40 foot flatbed. That's the recommended trailer to get. Some people do 25, some people do the 30, but we have a 40 foot. Now the 40 foot requires you to have a CDL just like a semi truck. But if you go the other route, which is non CDL, it's, you know, the 30 feet or you can go 40 foot as well, but you have a smaller pickup truck. So okay. we use the 3,500 and if you're doing non CDL to 2,500. Okay. So it's just a smaller version. You can do hot shotting with um, car hauling. You can mm-hmm. do hot shotting with freight. You can do it with RVs. You can do it with boats. It's just the same thing, but just smaller.
0: Okay. So you just now mentioned three different size trailers, right? You said right. 45 foot. What was the 40, other size? 40, 40 foot.
1: You got the 40 foot. Mm-hmm. You got the 30 feet. And then you got the 25. Now you can get them, some of them a little bit different, you know, depending on who you go get them from. Mm-hmm. But those just rank from just, you know, non-CDL and CDL.
0: Are there any particular things that you look for look for in a trailer?
1: um if you're going for a cdl trailer mm-hmm. you're gonna try you you want the longest trailer obviously okay you know and why um, is that just so you can carry more stuff okay you know just carry more stuff um non-cdl you're trying to look for the weight it's really about the weight so when you got a cdl trailer you're looking for something that it, it really doesn't matter you know when you're doing non-cdl it's the twenty six pound rule and below so okay. you're looking for that GVWR or the GN, the 14 GN, okay. looking for that GVWR when it comes to your trailer and your truck. So if you got a 2,500, what's it, the GN is like, what's the GVWR, like 10,000 for that? Right at 12,000? And then, so you're looking for your trailer, your trailer that's needs- That's a truck? To, that's a truck. And then the combination- And then in combination with yep. the combination tra- with the trailer needs to be underneath Under 26,000. 20, 26,000,
0: 26, right. 26, okay, cool. So that's for non-CDL, and so for CDL, you said it's what is it again? It's above that, just above. It's so just anything above that, anything would above be. that will be CDL. All right, got you. So anybody, so what would your advice be to anybody who's getting into uh, hot shot trucking? I mean, what's the difference between the CDL loads and the non-CDL loads? Is there way more opportunity for the CDL guys, for the non-CDL guys? Talk about that.
1: Advice when it comes. Advice when it comes to that is. We don't even carry what we would consider CDL loads. Okay. Just because we got a CDL does not mean I need to carry 25,000 pounds, 15,000 pounds, whatever. Okay. If you go look at my videos, which a lot of people, you know, they know what we are, they call us the partial kings. Okay. We don't haul nothing over 10,000 pounds, really. If mm. we haul something 10,000 pounds, that's just because it's Friday and that's what we can get. You know what I mean? Right. But that's rare. Okay. Um, our loads are considered really non-cdl loads. There's no load considered non-cdl or cdls just it's just how much you can carry. Non-cdl is how much you can carry. Uh-huh. CDLs, you can carry over twenty-six thousand pounds.
0: Got you. So you said they call you the partial kings. Can you explain what that means?
1: All right. So partials are basically those loads that in my opinion are uh that are smaller loads. Mm-hmm. Um they weigh less, they're smaller, and they don't really have no set time when they need to be del- delivered okay. Like it's not like um you don't you don't need it like tomorrow or next two days, nothing. That. okay um they pay fairly well but they most of the time you're going to see them on a hot shot so a partial is just really smaller loads dumbed down for what a semi truck you see a semi truck that them big loads right we so carried, that
0: would be like ltl right yeah ltl oh, okay so what would be a, an example of some of those types of partial loads
1: okay um like for instance you're going a thousand miles and you're probably getting like 20 foot load it's probably weighing like three thousand pounds and it's probably paying like maybe $2 a mile. What's the take...
0: actual commodity? Like, give me an example of actually what you're actually hauling.
1: Um, it could be anything, man. Sometimes, like for instance, I just carried some, um, some railing, a railing unit for, I think it's, for, I think it was, I think it's it for the airport. Okay. I think it's for the airport. Uh, we've carried stuff like, um, Bobcats, we've carried stuff like, um, just all different types of weird stuff. I carried a sign for a movie theater, an old school movie theater back in the day. Okay. I carried, a, a it's called a marquee. I carried that before. Um, it could be anything, man, just freight. Just okay. Anything. Got you. So
0: you said you're the partial king. So you're putting these multiples of these loads on your truck at one time. Is right. that, is that the key? Um, yeah, for us, that's our, that's our key. Is, is that what, what most people in the hotshot game try to do? Or do they like go for just like one particular thing? Like where's the money at? Cause that's what people are interested in. Like where, where do you, how do you make your money in hot shot trucking?
1: I can't tell you what anybody else is doing, but I know for us, um, my pops, You know, he's the real partial king. He's the one doing all the dispatching. I'm just the driver. But I'm the one putting it together, you know, puzzling it up when I'm seeing it. But most of the loads is he's trying to find the smallest load paying the most amount of money. Okay. Once he finds that destination, everything else around it is basically just following the lead. Okay. So let's say, for instance, you got your 20-foot load in the front, and it's like 3,000 pounds. You get like $3 a mile for it. Everything else may be like $1.80. Um, maybe like two dollars, maybe a dollar nine, something like that, to add on to it. Okay. So h- how how do you
0: plan in order to be to make a complete, full load? Like, you, you know, because it's so you're playing the game of feet right now, right? Mm-hmm. So you have to, like, how ma- how many loads are you trying to get on the trailer? Let's let's start there. Like, typically in the best case scenario, do you want three partials at this size? Like, I'm just trying to understand the math no, when you it, go into it. What are you looking for?
1: It's not really you're not really trying to look. In that way it's just let's like i said it's whatever comes on the board okay you know what i mean and once he grabs that one load that he knows he wants he's just gonna find something going that direction hopefully in the same area within the 200 mile radius when we drop off that first load okay or on the way there so so you
0: find the the load that you want and then everything else is kind of like icing on the cake
1: yeah basically pretty much Mm. all right
0: and you said these partial loads they usually drop that you can deliver many times so there's no Time constraints, right? Usually, in a lot of mm, cases. I mean,
1: we, we try to keep it about four days, about four to five days, something like that, okay. in the same week at least. But um, it's not like you can just hold a load for two weeks on your trailer. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. for sure, for sure. But it's not like time sensitive, like next no. day usually. Mm-mm. Okay,
1: none of it. It's, no, it's, it's I mean sometimes open. we make sometimes we make it dedicated freight sometimes, okay. um, but most of the times we're running those partials. That's our favorite. That's our thing right there. Got
0: you. And then when you get unloaded, are you looking for the next load then, or are you? pre-planning that load ahead of time
1: when i'm getting unloaded i'm already sometimes i'll tell you this that's why we call him the partial king <laughs> right? when i'm dropping off like for instance um i give you uh i had a week where i had seven thousand on the trailer at one time okay i dropped off and literally 15 minutes down the road i picked up sixty two hundred coming back home so hmm. literally once i dropped off he's already planned ahead for me to pick up in that area he's already looking over there in that area for me to uh pick up and come back over here got you got you so how
0: far in advance do you have to look because you have so i guess you're kind of you're, you're anticipating when you're going to drop mm-hmm. and then you're, you're planning so are you pop are, are, okay. one, one, one or two days so you're pretty much pre-planning that one or two days out ahead of time okay, right. yeah okay so what happens in the event that you get held up you you can't make that delivery for some reason the place is closed does that happen to you or
1: um not too often but if something does happen like that we just really we play with the cards that we're giving at the time you okay know, we um try to make what we can do uh i know like this week when i got to texas the load wasn't ready for me today it was supposed to be ready so i had to wait another day okay so um we either could have booked another load going somewhere else or we could have just waited on that load we just to wait on that load okay
0: so if you booked the load already you can you can't just back out, right? He wants to load his book.
1: I mean, you, 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 you can if, um, if let's say if you don't want it, you could just say, "Look, I don't want the load." You could say that. I mean, with that relationship with that broker be great, yeah, you know, look. It wouldn't be it wouldn't be a good look. But, right. um, you can if you want. But, um, situations like that, you can back out in that situation. You could tell okay. me, "Look, I don't want that load."
0: Got you. All right. So, how how are you finding loads? Are we using a load board? Yeah. The what? Which load board are we using?
1: Um, pops is using DAT. Okay. Um, and Truck Stop. Those are his two low boards that he's working off of.
0: Okay, got you. And how much opportunity is out there for Hot Shots? I mean, is it is it anywhere near what's out there for, you know, typical semis? Um, is there a lot of freight? Is there not a lot of freight? Like, what, what what's the what's the competition look like out there?
1: Um, We, I, I can tell you right now, from what I see on my trailer where he's booking me, it's, there's plenty of money out there for everybody. Okay. I'm going to just say it like that. I don't... I wouldn't say there's no competition on no, like it's just it's just plenty of money. I mean, we've always I'm always loaded every week. Let's just say that. Okay. Uh, if that's if that's answering your question. Yeah. So
0: so there's never a time where it's, it's dry and and you can't find work. I mean, I mean, I'm sure sometimes you may have to take a load that you may not necessarily want to take. It might not be pay, be paying the money you want, but
1: yeah. Um, there's I wouldn't really say it's dry. It's just so much of like like you just said, it's not something that you really want to take or the direction that you want to go in. Mm-hmm. You know, um. And what I do on my channel, what I got going on, sometimes I'm telling Pop, hey, look, I want to go to Colorado. So now he's got to work harder to find me a load to go to Colorado. You know, I'm kind of picky sometimes. But sometimes when we're just running, when it's free, it's not really that much. It's not hard.
0: Got you. Are there any particular areas that are uh, hotter for Hot Shots? Any particular regions? Any particular markets that you guys try to get to more often than not?
1: Um, I could tell you I'm always in the Chicago area a lot sometimes. Okay. Um, over there in... um. Wisconsin over there in that area sometimes we're pulling good good freight out of there um, but mm, that's we're everywhere I mean, yeah. we're everywhere but good 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 freight is usually coming out of those areas
0: got you so you you there's stuff going in there and theres stuff coming out also yeah in most cases
1: mm-hmm.
0: in most okay so okay so'm I'm, I'm just trying to understand like what's what's the key to the to the game because i've I've heard Different mixed reviews about hot shot trucking. Mm-hmm. Some people's, you know, a lot of people obviously get into it because it's a, a maybe a lower uh, barrier to entry mm-hmm. because you don't have to use it to get the CDL initially. But then a lot of people say like there's no money in it. Um, a, a lot of car haulers have issues with hot shot. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what what do you say to to to, to those type of uh,
1: opinions? I can't really speak about car hauling because we never did it. Okay, but I can tell you what we're doing you just have to be hungry, man. Like you can't go work and go make a uh, a decent week. And then next week you take off because you made a couple bucks step one week. Okay. You can't decide I'm gonna hop on the low board for two hours and then hop off the low board for the rest of the day. Cause you ain't fine. I can, I mean, I'm surprised he's not on the low board right now, <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm just be real with you. You know, he's usually always on the low board, right. always 24 seven, I'm not joking. So you have to be hungry. You have to decide that I want this. You there's no, this is a lifestyle. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not a job. It's a lifestyle. This is something that you have to wake up and live it every single day. Right. right All day.
0: Right. Got you. Can you give us an idea of typically, like, what's the the, the rate per mile for hot shots? Is there a, is there a standard out there? Well, what's going on right now in the industry?
1: Well, for right now, because a hot shot, you know, it's a lot of people getting into right now with, um, they not they don't have that much knowledge in what they're doing. Mm-hmm. We always tell people minimum is $2 a mile. Okay. You know, uh, we get picked on by the semis because of that, but at the end of the day, we're not no semi. You know what I mean, um, but brokers out here they they know what's going on with a lot of people getting it, so that's why we've created our platform so we can reach out to people and say, hey, let's get these rates up, right? Because we may take a load for two dollars a mile, but somebody else may come underbid us and take it for like a dollar and thirty cents. You know what I mean? Gotcha. So that's that's we try to tell people the minimum is two dollars a mile. What do you do to to what what what, what ways
0: do you uh, do you have to like run efficiently to save like? to save in costs? Like, what, what are you looking at in order? Because, I mean, obviously, the more you save, the more you make, right? Mm-hmm. So what are some of those things that you do, uh, whether it's something in preventative maintenance or things that you do to save money so you can make more money on your bottom line?
1: Okay, so one, when, when you get into hot shop, we've learned very quickly, to go get a field tank. Okay. Right? That's one thing. Go get a field tank. You'll save a lot more fuel, in my opinion, doing that. Okay. You don't have to stop what, Can you explain what that is, a field tank? All right, so you have the ones that they have to pump on them. And then you have the ones that are gravity fed, okay. So a fuel tank is basically just an auxiliary tank that you put in the back of your truck that gives you more fuel, so you don't have to stop like every four hours, or every five hours, or whatnot. You know? Okay, got so, you.
0: So so you you have that in addition to the fuel that you have in right. So the truck. I have
1: I have a thirty five gallon fuel tank that comes stock with the truck. Okay, And I have a ninety gallon on top of my truck.
0: Okay, got you. So the one comes stock, and you have an additional that you have built right. on. All right, that's that's a good tip. What else? Give me another one.
1: Um, just I would say. Mindful where you're going. Like, for instance, um, my pops doesn't like taking me through the mountains. You know, that's a lot of that could just affect your fuel. Preventive maintenance is stuff like um keeping up to date with your oil and your fuel filter changes, stuff okay. like that, keeping up with your truck. Um, learning how to drive your truck. Mm, um What does that mean? Meaning, like, I see a lot of guys doing 70, 75, and like especially when you go to Texas in that area. You don't need to go that fast. When you got all that weight on your trailer. You know, that's why I said we do the partials. You don't want to have too much weight on your trailer as well. A lot of people try to get those big old loads just because you can carry 15, 20,000 pounds Doesn't mean you need to wearing down your trailer. And then when they got that weight on their trailer, they're speeding down the highways. My pops always told me just keep the RPMs below 2,000 RPMs, especially when you're going up hills. You know, that's just a way to keep your truck, you know, just just keep your truck, you know, what's the right word here? Uh, Just keep it alive. Okay. You know what I mean? Just keep it alive. But um, those are some tips that I can give you guys what,
0: what 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 about like uh load securement? Uh how how important is load securement in hot shot
1: trucking? It's very important. And I can tell you I've I've um experienced a load shifted on me when I was coming over here. That's I told mm. you about that.
0: Okay.
1: Um just knowing where your points of contacts need to be. Sometimes you can't know everything. Sometimes it's just creativity. Um but like today or yes last night, I had to go back and check that load like 5 6 times on the trip. Okay. You know, um just learning how to, when you need to use a belly wrap, um, your points of contact, do you need to put a chain here, do you need to put a strap here, stuff like that.
0: Can you explain that, like points of contact and the belly wrap, because okay. I'm, I'm not familiar with all
1: these terms, so, okay. just so for people who are novices, right. explain. So, regulations is you need to have Two is your first. Your first load needs to have at least two straps on it. Okay. I mean, some trucks, some semis, you'll see them have one straps on certain loads, just depending on how many loads you have on the trailer or okay. how small the load is. Okay. But you need to have at least two straps on the actual load itself. These two straps. That's
0: by law. That's
1: by law. Um, I think it's ten feet apart. I think the, um you can go ten feet apart. I think it's ten feet. Yes, ten feet, right? So um at least ten feet. And let's say for instance you got a load of pipes. You can't just put two straps on a pipe and be done with it. A belly wrap is where you. Throw the strap over, you come underneath, and then you throw it back over. That's a belly wrap. So you secure it, you're squeezing them together. You okay. know what I'm saying? Okay. And then you have your point of contest where, like, if I'm using pipes, let's say it's a 20-foot pipe and it's like three of them bundled up together, i use two belly wraps, and then I use a strap, you know, just to throw it over top on both ends. And yeah. then I use a belly wrap in the middle. So it's just like I said, it's really creativity. There is no really wrong way, but the, to me it's definitely a right way. Right. Um, if, if that makes any sense, you know? Yeah. What I mean? um but it's it's just creativity it's really creativity
0: have you ever had any uh any scary moments with load securement being out there on the road
1: yeah like last night I'm telling that, you um, that load shifting last yeah it night. shifted last night the the warehouse actually loaded it wrong um and i just had to keep playing with it until we got it right okay so,
0: so typically, how, how'd you know that the load was shifting? You just felt it? You
1: could No. When um Within your first 50 miles, after you pick up a load, you're supposed to check your load. You're supposed okay. to stop and check your load. Gotcha. Um After that, flatbed drivers and semi guys, they like to say every 100 to 150 miles, they keep checking it. When you stop at the field island, you check it. When you take a break to go, you know, do what you got to go do to relieve yourself, you check it. Right. So I'm always, when I'm driving, my eyes are always going left to right, left to right in my, my mirrors. I'm always paying attention, but at the same time, I'm checking that load to see if it's tilted, if it's turned, if it's done did anything like that. So I got to pull over and do what I got to do. I'm always paying attention. I'm always alert. Got you. So what? What other? I mean, that's that's actually
0: a good point because that just shows that you're probably a lot of guys probably don't do that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? They probably just they get loaded and they go. They don't. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They don't. They don't do those routine checks. What are some other things that you should be mindful of when you're when you're driving aside from load shifting? What are some other things you should be looking at?
1: Drivers, other drivers. Other drivers, yeah. Semis. Okay, you're saying other drivers. Yeah, semis. Okay. Semis call them four-wheelers. Um, those guys, they don't care about you. They're looking at you like you're just in the way. Um, you got to be mindful of that. Uh, mindful of, uh, I don't think it's necessary sometimes, but it is necessary. Like your oil temperatures, auto temperatures like that, just be mindful of that. Um, how your, How's your truck performing? Um, but it's really just them drivers, especially on the road. It's just them drivers, man. Them other guys, that's really what you got to be mindful of.
0: Got you. What what type of truck do you recommend somebody who wants to get into hot hot shot trucking? What type of truck should they be looking for? And around you know what year? What's like the the, the oldest truck? Do you recommend buying an older truck, a used truck? Do you recommend buying new? Talk talk to us
1: about that. Well, I don't like telling people what to go get. Right. Right. right, right. But what we drive are the Rams. Right? Okay. We got all three of our trucks are Ram 3500s. They all have Aisin transmissions and they all have that 14 gear ratio. Okay. Those are the trucks that we we recommend. People like to talk about the new Fords, but I've heard bad stories about that 10-speed. I'm not going to knock Ford or nothing like that, but I've heard about the 10-speed. It's not the best thing in the world. Um, When it comes to age, my pop started off with a used truck. Um, It made him some good money his first year, but he was always breaking down. You know, he had to go pull over and fix it. The truck caught on fire one time. A couple things like that happened with his truck, but... I recommend if you can and you can afford it, you can do it, go new. You know, um, it's gonna be a while, and I'm not even gonna say that because my truck, when I first 20,000 miles, it broke down. Mm. So, um, and it was a new truck, but that was because of the whole CP4 situation that was going on um, with can the you Rams. That. So, the CP4 is uh, basically your fuel pump, all right? And it's, if I'm, believe, if I'm correct, you know, don't quote me, I think I'm, think I'm talking about the right thing. Okay. It's from Europe. Okay. Okay. So when they when they brought it over here and they basically, I guess they, I want to say they were being lazy, it can't really do its job for the American diesel. See what I'm saying? So they transferred from the CP3 to the CP4 pump, and it was just a whole. It just what it didn't go well. It didn't go well. So now they upgraded back to basically the same thing as the CP3. Now that if I kind of,
0: I mean, I'm I'm it just it basically it
1: just can't handle the diesel that America has over here, but it was made for Europe. You see what I'm saying? The okay. CP4 can't handle, can't handle American diesel. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay,
0: how about a startup? For somebody who wants to start a hotshot trucking company, is it similar to starting a regular trucking company in terms of insurances, uh, you know, the the initial paperwork formation, that type of stuff, or is there differences with hotshots?
1: Um, when it comes to the startup, like I said, that's why I brought my pops in here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I, I don't like, I don't feel comfortable talking about it because yeah. I didn't start the company. Got gotcha. you. feel what I'm saying? I, respect I just that. I just follow his suit and I help build it up. Yeah. So if I'm going to be straight honest with it, I don't like to like talking about it because he's the mastermind behind everything. Yeah. I just you, blew it you up. Wanna, you want to talk to us about that, Pops, real quick? Jump, jump on here real quick. Pops going to step in real fast.
0: Give us a little info on, on the startup. You got it. Mike, mic them up real quick. Pass you a mic real quick. Okay, cool. so, yeah, look at that. We come prepared, man. Put <laughs> that on real fast, man. And this is dope, man. This is actually um, really, really dope to have a father and son <laughs> team out there doing their thing, you know. So I, I respect this a yeah. lot. I, yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah, people, um, people love it, man. Yeah, you, you got to love it. So, so, Pops, man, what's going on? I'm good, I'm good. Can I call you Pops, too? Absolutely. All right, <laughs> good. So, so, so talk a little about getting the company started. Like, you know, the, the startup cost, it, it, well, to just tell people about it for people who want to get into this into this industry.
3: Well, the startup cost is pretty much the same as a semi. I mean, we are considered a trucking company. We can literally start driving a semi right now. We are a trucking company. So far, startup costs, I started with like 20 grand. I bought a used truck for 6,000 bucks. I bought a used trailer for 6,000 bucks. Oh, they both were literally breaking out of me every other week. Yeah. But those old truck and trailer made $240,000 for us here. Even though I broke down a lot. Mm. And we're working, but we're not necessarily working every week. Sometimes it's two weeks out, one week home. Two weeks out, one week home. So at the end of the year, you look at it, we home one week every month. Typically we only work like nine months out of the year. Yeah. So do the math on that 9 months you made 240 what if you were capable of working every week
0: wow so so you is 240 that's gross
3: yes that's gross
0: okay so what are you taking home off of that 240
3: typically Roughly. about
0: 40% okay Okay, about 40%. And he was, he, I, what I wanted to ask you also, because I was asking about the dispatching and yeah. your pre-planning and all that. He said you're the mastermind <laughs> with that. Could you kind of get into, the, you know, what you're um, looking for when you're looking
3: well, for he loads? mentioned he mentioned it earlier. I look for smallest lowest paying the most money. And the most money could be anywhere from 2 to $4 a mile. Okay. Typically, it's $2 a mile. Most people would tell you, look, partials, if it's even 5 feet, 500 pounds, it's probably paying $2 a mile. Some people are gonna say, nah man, y'all ain't making no money $2 a mile, try to get four. Well, you're talking about a full truckload. If you run in a full truckload, four, five, six dollars a mile. But if you run in a partial, you can't expect to get four dollars a mile all the time. It does happen. That's when you consider a hot shot. When they need it next day. Got you. But what we do doing is LTL, they might need it four or five days. Mm. Sometimes you pull a military load, you might pick it up on Monday. They don't even give you a date to drop it off. And we don't want to hold it, obviously. We want to get it off by Tuesday. But nine times out of 10, that's impossible. You probably get it there by Wednesday or Thursday. So I look for the smallest load paying the most money. I'll give a good example. Seven feet, 1,000 pounds, paying 2,000 bucks, going to Idaho. No, Iowa, I'm sorry. That's about 1,000 miles. Okay. That's $2,000, that's $2 a mile. I still got like 35 feet of trailer, mm-hmm. or th- 33 feet of trailer. So now I'm looking for something to go with that seven feet. Okay. And I'm compounding, I'm adding. Okay. And if I'm lucky, I might be able to get one or two or three other pieces. If I'm not, at least at the very least two. So when I'm looking for lows, I'm looking for 20 feet, 6,500 pounds. Why? My trailer is 40 feet. That's half my trailer. I only like carrying 13,000 pounds or less. That's half my weight. So if I got 20 feet, 6,500 pounds, and I'm going 1,000 miles, and let's say I get $2,000 for the first partial, that's $2,000 for half my trailer. If I do it twice. That's how I make my money.
0: Mm, I love that, man. Yeah. Great. That's a great, like you said, he's the mastermind. Yeah,
1: partial king, man.
0: The partial king. So is that strategy something that you had to figure out, or is that something that, like, you saw other hot shot trucking companies doing? Like, how did you learn to do it that way?
3: Did well, you have to take
0: some L's first to, to figure it out?
3: I never take no loss.
0: Okay. I no that. You said that, Kai, kind of, I Literally. Never take no losses.
3: <laughs> I, some people say there's slow seasons. I've never seen it. I mean, we we worked in the height of COVID. We were running just like we're running now.
1: Yeah, I'm strong. You know,
3: we have an average. over average is six thousand dollars a week. You go up with three, you come back with three, pretty much.
2: Right. A lot of
3: times we go up with four, seven. In his case, one week, and he came back with six. So that, you know, the reason why we go over the road versus doing local stuff, it give it the opportunity to grow more.
0: Got you. And, and earlier I was asking about like the, the guys who haul the cars. Why, why, right. why haven't you guys touched that at all? Is there well, not enough money in it? I used
3: to be a car broker. Okay. I swear to God, I used to pay car brokers 50 cents a mile to bring my car to me. I don't work for 50 cents a mile. <laughs> got you.
0: Got
2: you. And that
3: was four years well five years ago. Okay. And that's how I got into this because, you know, brokers, uh, uh, carriers were bringing me cars. Yeah. And I'd be paying them 50 cents a mile. A car coming from California. I remember I paid a guy like 1,200 bucks. He came 2,400 miles. Yeah. But people would do that. Yeah. I can't do that.
0: So you already saw the ills of yeah. like doing cars. Yeah, and I'm cars. a car broker.
3: That was, that's, I wanted to get into it because that's oh, what I was doing. Yeah. It was gotcha. my plan to haul cars. Oh. And I had a guy, he had three semi-trucks with nine car haulers. You know, I'm talking to the guy. He's about to sell me one. And when he realized I was serious, he disappeared. Wow. So no, you know, fear factor a little bit. Well, shoot! I can't jump into a semi. I don't have any mentor. Nobody really teach me. Right. Let me start here. Start small. Two yeah. Car hauler. Yeah. No,
1: yeah. now nah, yeah. nah, you know. Sorry, to butt like that. Nah, you good. What, you good. You know, he said fifty cents a mile. I don't want any of the car guys to look at <laughs> us and be like, "We, we <laughs> that talking, was five years you know? ago." Right, right, right. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. what those guys was doing. Right. Yeah. There's yeah, some, right. There's some there's some car haulers out there really doing their thing out there. right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. everybody's got their own, you know, their niche. But I don't want no car guys being nah, coming at us. Nah, nah, like, nah. It's all you know? love. It's all love. It's all love. So,
0: so while I got you guys both up here, how is it? How is the father and son dynamic? Because I know it looks like it's all gravy, like father and son, like that can't be any better than man. that. But how is it working with each other day in and day out?
3: Nah, it's fun really, is right? It? It's fun. You, you don't
0: want to strangle your son sometimes, man? Or you when he, was your in pops?
3: My, when he was in my truck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, when he was in my truck. But I mean, that's part of the reason why we ended up getting two trucks so quick, yeah. to get him out the truck. <laughs> You know, and, yep. you know, it's not comfortable sleeping in a truck, two people. Right. It's small. It's not a semi. Right,
2: right. And
3: for the first year, he actually slept in the front seat mm. most times. Yeah, I was going to say, you know. tell him that. You don't want yeah. To and, him. You know, he, he could have slept in the back, but he don't want his pops to sleep in the front seat, so I get it. That's love. But for That's the first year, he slept in the front seat, and like he said, he did nothing. I paid him $700 a week, and at some point, he figured it out. Well, if I were to drive, how much can I make? Yeah. So I don't want to... Ex- you know, disclose how much you may know, but yeah, he's now, happy. That's, that's dope. That's yeah.
0: dope. And and you, you said you guys sometimes sleep in the truck. So do most people mm-hmm. who drive hotshots sleep in the truck or do like sometimes people get hotels? Like, how does that work?
3: It varies. You know, okay. typically on the first night, me like for now, I'm driving tonight going to uh, New Jersey. I sleep in the truck. Maybe the second night you might get a hotel or the third night. Okay. Some people sleep in the truck 24 seven. Really? You know, we probably don't. We probably at least get a hotel once or twice a week.
0: Okay, so do you kind of put that into your costs, like say, all right, we're gonna sleep in a hotel this many times a month or whatever, so you kind of build that in. It is okay. It's
3: all a tax write off, right, right? But at the same time, <laughs> yeah, at the same time, when you're negotiating rates, you got to think about stuff like that. I mean, we picked up a load in Colorado. The broker had the load on the board for four thousand bucks. We end up with sixty two. That's a fifty percent markup. Wow. I mean, it was going from Colorado Hold on. to Florida
0: twenty two hundred dollars more.
3: Yeah. It's Why? going to Florida. Well,
0: what was the difference? Well, How I, did you get them up
3: that high? A couple of reasons, which one, I didn't even know at the time. It was a military load. It was a little wide, so you had to buy permits for it. So we ended up spending $400 for the permit. Okay. so we took home 58 But you got to negotiate, but you can't just take the first crap you see on the board. If you don't negotiate, they're going to get you every time. Mm. But think about this. I got a load with a broker. Load paid a 1000 bucks. I told her I can't take the load. You know, something happened, which something actually did happen. So I gave her back the load. She, cool, not a problem. Five minutes later, same load is on the board again. $1,800. Where the money came from. Right,
2: right, right,
3: right. So right. brokers actually take some of this money. I'm not saying they're stealing it. Yeah. But they're definitely taking a nice chunk. They got to get paid too. Yeah. But hopefully not at my expense.
0: Got you. So do, do you guys mm. like to run a lot of dedicated stuff? Or are you always working on load boards like crazy? Or do you have customers that are consistent? And, and what's the best way yeah. to do it?
3: I mean, it varies. it varies. We like working the low board simply because he allows us to maximize our week. It doesn't always happen.
1: Now, tell him what you told me yesterday. What? He um, he's in this phase right now where he's really just having fun. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. I mean, we we making money. Don't get me wrong, but you know, we haven't. He wants to see how many lows he can put on my trailer. He wants to see how hard he can work me. You know how much money we can put on the trailer. So uh, he's he's yeah. in that phase of uh having yeah. you know having having fun
3: with it.
0: Got you. So what what's the most loads you've been able to get on the
3: trailer? Was it that? Say, I think it was six or seven. It was six, six or seven six, loads six, on the yeah.
0: trailer. Yeah. yeah, that must have been a, a a hell of a time to load them things up. No, no,
3: no. no? no. <laughs> Bear in mind what I said. You look for the smallest load paying the most money. Right. So it was a pipe like, literally maybe this big. Okay. Two three inches wide. Then you put another pipe with it, then another pipe with it, or something else with it that's narrow. Next thing you know, you got six loads in your truck going now, one way
0: and i mean logistically to find that many loads that small that sounds like that's difficult man like
3: you have to really be like it a, is
0: you have to be like in that load nah, board really going through it with a fine tooth comb man. it is and
3: it's its not always there but right. sometimes you may have to drive 30 40 minutes to find the other one right so it, but you can you gotta look in the load board. you can't just be that's why i recommend people get dispatchers. yeah you gotta get a dispatcher especially the new folks You know, get a dispatcher because a dispatcher is home looking at the load board 24-7. Right. She's more liable to see something that you may not see trying to drive and do it. Okay. And I don't recommend you driving and looking for a load. It's not the safest thing to do. Right. But get a dispatcher. Okay. Got you. Not only that, I'm sorry, not only that, a dispatcher has the experience to negotiate better, you know, hopefully. Not all of them. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say a dispatcher is everything that you need, but they have the ability because they've been doing it for a while to negotiate higher rates for you.
0: Yeah. Okay. So last question I ask you, what what would be your advice to somebody who is young wanting to get into hot shot trucking? What's the first thing that they should do?
3: Someone who's young?
0: Yeah, young guy wants to get into hot shot trucking, like like your son. You know what I mean? Uh, but,
3: well, you've got to be twenty-one to start, yeah. first and foremost. Right. Um, but if you if you don't have the capital, I recommend going to drive for a big semi-trucking company, like a big carrier. Do that for a year until you get your money right. Then you can go become an owner-operator. Because most people just, that's what they want to do anyway, become an owner-operator. Yeah. Whether it's a small scale or a large scale. So I recommend driving either for another carrier or if you just hotshot, drive for another hotshot. The hotshoters are looking for drivers now. I'm looking for a driver now.
0: Got you. Is it hard to find hotshot guys?
3: It's not hard, but it's hard to find good people, period. I mean, that's why there's a shortage in the trucking company. You know, some, yeah. most folks may drive for a couple months and quit. No one wants to be at home from their family all this time. So, right. And i will be honest with you, the big trucking companies really don't pay that well. Mm. Forty cents a mile to start, nine times out of ten, that's about eight hundred to a thousand dollars a week. You know, we offering fifty-five. So, if you're working for most hot checks, you're probably going to take on fifteen hundred dollars or more.
0: Okay, a week. Yeah, a week. Okay. Dope, man. Well, well, thanks, man. Thanks for jumping it. up here real quick and right. giving us some game. That was an impactful uh, five minutes, man. I learned, yeah. I learned a lot in a short that's amount that, of time. That's why we call him the partial king. Yeah, man. he's 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 definitely the partial king. Let's let him get get, get that mic off. Um, I, I I love that. I love that. You can tell he knows his stuff. He came in, boom. Yeah, I'm
1: learning something from him broke, every day. Bro- man. Broke it down. Yeah.
0: Let, let's talk about um your YouTube stuff, man. How would you get into YouTube? What made you wanna start documenting your your, your journey?
1: Um, um, I've been wanting to do YouTube forever. I've been wanting to do something streaming or YouTube wise forever. I was uh trying to do gaming before. Okay. It didn't really work out. Yeah. Um, and then next thing you know, I'm in a truck with my dad and I'm on my phone just taking pictures of Colorado, Utah, all the places I've never seen before. And I'm like, you know, I could I could just get a camera and do this. Yeah. And um at first it started on Instagram. People were loving the content, like, man, you guys out there doing this, you guys out there doing that. And then it slowly just turned into this. And I was like, I'm gonna launch a YouTube channel.
0: No doubt, no doubt. What's the most frequently asked question you get on YouTube?
1: How to start hot shot trucking. <laughs> <laughs> I get that one Simple on top. as that, right? Yeah, simple as that.
0: Oh man, what do you tell them?
1: Um, I always tell them go watch my videos to be real, man. Yeah. Um, because like I said, you see how he came up here. He gave up all that information. Yeah, I can't tell you everything. Right. You know, I could tell you the bare minimum, but I'm still learning from him. Just like you're, you're going to be learning from him. Yeah. But yeah. um, people always ask me like, you know, they they ask me about the trucks, but I always tell them stuff like um, just whatever you're doing now, keep doing what you're doing now. Save up the money because this is this is going to be a big investment. Okay. So I always tell them my best advice is to save up your money. Save up mm. whatever you're doing now. Stay stay. Locked into it. If you're driving for a company, you wanna come down because a lot of semi guys wanna come do hot shot. Yeah. And I just tell them just lock in with whatever you're doing right now and save your money.
0: How how large? What, what's the vision for uh one A one transport? How how large do you guys wanna grow? Do you plan on adding any additional equipment to the business? What what got what have you guys been, been doing? Where are you where are you at now? You at three three trucks, right? Yeah, we're at three. And you trucks have a semi also, right? We got
1: a semi truck. What are you doing with the semi truck? Um, that's gonna be a project truck. Okay. You're working on that one, yeah, right? Yeah, that's, that's, that's the baby right there. That's okay. Truck.
0: Got you. So, what,
1: what, what's the goals? What's the plans? Where do you um, want to take the company? Well, we're kind of on and off, but we really just want to be a decent sized company. I think we're, I think it would be fair between five to 10 trucks. That's what our, our big dream is, our big goal is. But um, we don't really want to have like 100 trucks, 200 trucks. I mean, now, if it was to happen, then so be it. But our dream is five to 10 trucks. Are,
0: are there any hot shot, hot shot outfits that run with that large of fleets? Cause,
1: uh, cause mostly is it is that what is it? Okay. Ooh. Oh, um, you're talking about WTF. Okay. I don't think he's got a hundred trucks. I think he's. But he has a large. He's fleet. got a he's got a large. Because I I usually
0: look at hot shots like a, like like you know like two like two to five or five to... Two, you know what I'm saying like yeah.
1: I don't really see many large fleets like that. Yeah, he's um he he leases on a lot of people. Like he's got a couple guys in Georgia who work for him. Okay. So he's he's I think he's got. He's got like what? I think it's 10. Nah, last time I checked, he got like 15, 20, something
0: like that. 15, 20. Yeah. So that's another opportunity you guys could lease on people. Would you would you be into doing that, or would you more more so want to go like the employee route?
1: Um, we're 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 definitely willing to lease on people. You have to be the right, right person though. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh we've we've done the lease on before, and he's currently doing his own thing now. You know, okay. He came with us, I think he stayed with us for about a year, did his thing, my dad treated him well. And um, now he's doing his own thing. He's got his own business. I think he's got a second truck now. Okay.
0: God bless him. That's dope, man. That's dope. All right, man. Well, listen, I I think we learned a lot about hot shot trucking today, man. Um, Is there anything that I missed that you wanted to put out there to the audience that that I didn't ask? I I, I just want to make sure I I got everything. I I try to ask all the hot shot Mm. questions I could. And and get into the business as much as I as much as I could. I think I think we got. A, yeah, little I think good. about everything. Yeah. All right. Well, well, what we're gonna do is we're gonna wrap. Uh, before we do, we have to get your final thought. The final thought is basically anything spiritual, entrepreneurial, whatever you want to put out there as you know your closing words to the audience. And then let everybody know where they could reach out and connect with you directly, and you know your YouTube channel, your social media, and learn more about your your trucking company, man. Um, so let's start with the final
1: thought. Okay. Uh, I just I want to put out there that no matter what you're doing, what, what camera are we looking at? We looking at this camera. You looking at this camera this right camera? here. That's you. All right. Whatever, whatever you're doing right now in life, man, whatever age you are, just keep pushing. You know what I mean? Um, I really believe in don't give up. Don't don't think about the negative that's going on right now. I mean, I know it's there, but you got to keep pushing and keep grinding because I've came a long way and I'm surprised at where I'm at right now. You know, um, just keep just keep grinding and keep pushing, man. Just don't quit. Don't quit.
0: I love that man. And um, where can the people connect with you?
1: Um, Hot shot Benny on everything: TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, um, Clubhouse, Clubhouse as well. Yeah, okay. Clubhouse we got on Clubhouse as well. Uh, TikTok is you're gonna see me on TikTok every other day. You're gonna see my YouTube every other day. You're gonna see me on Instagram every day. We do go live sometimes. We try to do lives Wednesday nights and Friday nights. We haven't really been consistent on it, but we're trying to get to that point. But
0: yeah. okay, dope. All right, hustle fam. we well, Hot Shot Benny. Listen bro, I appreciate it, I appreciate it This was dope, a lot of value um, Thank you man for doing this Coming thank in you. fresh off the road, thank you for bringing your pops too no Added some additional value to the show um, Hustle fam, you know how we do around this time If you smell something burning, it's only your desire Hot Shop Benny and I, we are out If you twisted,
3: confused, or stuck about trucks Don't be dumb, this is the place to come Truck and Hustle, let's go